Hey, what's up, my friends? JT DeBolis with you today for the Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome, your 15 minutes of inspiration, education, and motivation to help you get your day started off right. And here we are on a Thursday, stoked as always to be with you. Before I get jumping into the message, I want to see who you are. Let me know where you are, who you are, where you are tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. And as you do, let me say good morning. Good afternoon and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining us here each and every single Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Always a privilege and an honor. I see lots of folks jumping out. What's up, Luke Burroughs, my man in the house. Great to see you, my friend. And uh, lots of folks coming out here on a Thursday. You are probably noticing there is nothing on the, the, the shelves here in my uh, second office in my house. Don't worry, we have not been robbed today. <laughs> is moving day. Oh boy, you got to love moving day. Listen, if you love moving, then uh, I probably would like to interview you and see what's up with your psychology because I think uh, we can all find a way to, to love certain things. I There are certain parts about moving that I absolutely just don't love. And the heavy lifting part is kind of fun because it's a workout. But uh, let's be honest, there's a point in time when really moving just isn't all that much fun. The packing, the unpacking, the actual drive across town the good news is we're actually going, only going across town as opposed to across uh, the country, which we've done many times serving in the military. But uh, anyway, today's moving day. I wanted to take a break out of the actual move to spend some time with you guys to talk about how you can master the critical skills that you have to master. Any critical skill, any, anything you want to achieve, uh, whether you're uh, looking to become a great marketer, whether you're looking to become an amazing entrepreneur, or just anything in life, any skill that you want to master, I'm going to give you a couple of really six things you could do to get there. And as you're jumping out, before we jump in here, let me just say hi to everybody. What's up, Sally Crow? What's up, Hannah Gorvin? Good to see you. Curtis Autry in the house coming in from uh, Canal Winchester, Ohio. Wow, I've never heard of that. That's pretty cool, man. Karen Birdwell. K-Bird, what's up, my friend? John Club's in the house. Angel Whitney's in the house. Uh, Tracy Chalmers, what's going on? Moving day. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Here's the good news, though. Let me just say one quick thing about moving day. We're pretty excited because we get to keep the kids in the same school district. We're just really moving across town. It's not that far. Um, so it's, you know, it's pretty awesome. And it's a new start. Always love new starts. And uh, so I'm very excited about it. All right, so let's get to today's message, all right? Today's message is very exciting because, honestly, when it comes down to becoming a great entrepreneur, it comes down to growth, Right? If there's anything that's true about business and life, it's that nothing stays the same. Change is completely you know, part of the deal. It's constant. We're always moving. We're always moving forward. And so in order to be really great as an entrepreneur, as a marketer, in, even just in life, we have to, to be able to develop certain skills so that we can stay ahead of that constantly moving, high-paced life, that constantly moving, high-paced uh, world that we live in as entrepreneurs. And so right now you may be saying to yourself, well, cool, JT, that's awesome. I've got a lot of skills that I know I need to develop. Here's the challenge, though. Have you ever had this experience where you know coming into business there are certain things you've got to get good at, right? Sometimes it's sales. Sometimes it's marketing, copywriting. Uh, we want to get really great at uh, Facebook Lives. We wanna, perhaps maybe you want to get great at public speaking. I'll give you that perspective here in just a moment because that for me was kind of a big one. That's, that's sort of a direction that I did not choose. I wasn't one of those things. I woke up when I was five or six years old saying, man, someday I hope I can be an awesome speaker. Um, it was actually something that came to me sort of in a weird little scenario, which I'll get to in a minute. But if you have a specific skill set right now that you're working on, something that you want to get really, really good at, not only do I want you to give me a one in the chat box, I want you to actually type in 
what that skill set is. If it, it, I want it to be a very specific skill, could be copywriting, could be public speaking, could be sales, could be anything that, that's near and dear to your heart, something that you're very committed to, a skill set that you want to get great at. We're going to be talking about how you can do that. I just want to see what's going on here in the chat box. What's up, Hannah Benson? Good to see you. Uh, Michelle Felicia says, congratulations on the new start. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, okay, so Jill Samuel says, hey, I'd like to get good at Facebook Lives. Awesome. Uh, Hannah Gorvin says, sales. Uh, lead generation. Awesome. Good one, Richard. That's a good one. Angel Ray Whitney says, definitely doing lives and public speaking. That's great. Uh, lots of people saying, uh, oh, recruiting. That's a good one. Copywriting. All right, cool. So let's talk about this. We just accomplished the very first step. All right. I was reading an article in Success Magazine this morning. It was uh, written by a guy by the name of Brendan Burchard. Perhaps you've heard of him. He's a great marketer, tremendous dude, uh, one of the better uh, trainers that I've heard of, and a, and a great speaker. And he was talking about how in the beginning of his career, he was a lousy speaker. He was nervous. You know, he was the kind of guy that was like throwing up in the hallway before he went to go speak and this sort of thing. And as I was reading the article, I thought, man, you know, I remember the days when I first got started speaking. I was still active duty in the United States Navy, um, and my commanding officer actually tabbed me to speak in front of our entire squadron right after we got back off deployment. We had just come back from our combat tour in Afghanistan, and my job was, it was about uh, maybe a week before Christmas. Everybody was going to go on Christmas break, Christmas holiday, Christmas vacation, whatever you want to call it. We called it leave, Christmas leave. Uh, where we got about 10 days off to go spend with family after we had just returned from a combat tour. And so, uh, you know, my job was to stand up and give a speech for a half hour on highway safety. <laughs> now, imagine this. We just got back after seven months overseas, and, you know, I'm basically the one guy standing between 300 of my peers, uh, my subordinates, and my senior officers, standing between them and their liberty their ability to go on vacation, and I've got to stand up and deliver a very boring speech on the aspects of highway safety, how to not get killed on the highways during the holidays. And so it was one of the uh, very high-pressure moments in my life. I, it was the only time in my career where I ever thought, man, I think I'm going to become a deserter. <laughs> I'm going to leave the U.S. Navy. I'm going to run to Canada never to be seen again. That's how bad the fear was for me to get up and speak. And so I had to muster up this courage. I had to come up with this idea, how am I going to speak? I'm not a very good speaker. Come to find out, I go up there and I absolutely crush it. Um, and, and I have to be completely honest with you. It was total beginner's luck. I had no training. I had no experience in it. I wasn't one of these people. I mean, YouTube was, maybe YouTube was around back then. This is like 2001, 2002. I don't even know. But, you know, it wasn't like you go on YouTube and watch a bunch of public speakers, right? So I didn't really have a point of reference. I didn't have a frame to go by to say, oh, that's what a good public speaker looks like. I just went up there and just did what I did. I just used my personality and I did my thing, got off the stage, and it was awesome. Every, I got a lot of you know, feedback, positive feedback from people, including my commanding officer, which is always a good thing. That said, it took a lot of hard work for me to become a speaker. And that's what, I'd been, what I have been doing uh, for the past 11 plus years professionally. And so when I was reading this article by Brendan Burchard, it was very compelling to me because he was talking about, he really gave 10 points, but I've distilled them down into six. And I'm going to share those six with you today. Now realize this, whether you want to be a public speaker or you want to be um, a, great, uh, a great copywriter, like a lot of people are saying, or you want to be awesome at uh, Facebook Lives, whatever it looks like, if there's some skill set that you want to get great at, here's a few ways you can do it. So the first one that we've already done so far is, number one, you've got to get clear on what the skill is. 
So a lot of times entrepreneurs come into business and they think, well, I just want to get great at everything. And I love it. I mean, I think it's awesome to have that kind of motivation that you want to be great at everything. But remember this, it starts with one thing. All right, so if you can come up with one skill set that you can really hone down in, you know, really, really drill down and get great at, it'll actually have a ripple effect across the other things that you do in your business. Case in point, if you become great at speaking, like, like doing a Facebook Live, for instance, if you just become comfortable turning on the laptop or the computer, logging into Facebook and hitting go, hitting that go live button, if you get used to that, just that one skill set, just that one ability to do that, over and over and over again will ha actually help you get better at other things like sending emails or uh, you know uh, putting a regular post out on social. All of a sudden now you just get used to hitting go. It gets you over that initial fear, that initial insecurity of doing other things. This is just one example. Uh, maybe it's the idea of, of formulating a great message. You come up with a couple of bullet points. You come up with the, the fluidity of your message. All of these things transfer over into other things like copywriting, communicating face-to-face, -face, recruiting, you know, all the things that people were saying here in the chat box. And there's a lot of people that are saying things. Uh, Curtis Bradley Autry says, YouTubing like Bren Blaze. Wouldn't we all love to be great like that, right? So listen, whether it's YouTubing like Bren Blaze, whether it's becoming a great copywriter, whether it's becoming proficient in email copy, whatever that thing looks like, you got to get clear on what that skill set is, right? So I see a lot of people typing these things in. Get By the way, if you're somebody who has a skill set right now that you say, yeah, that one skill set, I know exactly what it is, and I'm 100% committed to it, that's what I'm going to do for the next 365 days of my life, give me a two in the chat box. Sorry, get, try to get this in the frame of the camera. Two in the chat box. Hey, what's going on, Tomas? Good to see you, my friend. Gilbert Maestro, good to see you. Um, cool. All right, so I see some people dialing two in here. That's awesome. The next part to this, once we've gotten clear on what the skill set is, we have to get specific targets. All right, so imagine this. What we start off with is a very intentional beginning. We say to ourselves, I intend to become a great public speaker. I intend to become a great copywriter. That's awesome. We've gotten specific. The next part is we have to have specific targets on what I call the flight plan to success. All right, so imagine this. When we flew in the U.S. Navy, and it doesn't matter whether it's a combat mission or a training mission. In fact, even if you're driving across country, if you're going on a road trip, isn't it true that you have to start off with a destination, right? You start where you want to be. You, start, you say, this is where I actually want to end up. But then you got to know where you're starting from. So when you have those two points, all it comes down to is drawing a straight line between the two of them. But you also have to have little checkpoints along the way. If you're going on a road trip, and let's say that road trip is three, four, five hundred miles long, you know you're probably not going to make it on one tank of gas. And you're likely going to want to stop, take a break, maybe use the restroom, maybe grab something to eat or something to drink. And so you're going to have little stops along the path of that journey. Well, guess what? You do the same exact thing when it comes to developing a skill set. One of the big challenges, one of the big mistakes I see entrepreneurs make is they go, okay, cool, I know I want to be great at copywriting or I know I want to be great at YouTubing or doing Facebook Lives or I want to be awesome at writing a great ad. But what they, what they want to do is just jump from, from, from where they're beginning to where they want to become, right? They don't think about the road in between. And so when they put that first ad out and it doesn't do what they want it to do, they get a little bit frustrated, maybe a little bit disheartened, and then they think to themselves, how come this isn't working? Well, the reality is, is they haven't hit those little checkpoints to get where they need to be first. And so it's very important for us to remember that there are going to be certain, you know, sort of growth period that goes along with develop, developing a skill set, especially if it's a challenging skill set, right? If it's about, you know, public speaking, for instance, for most people is not a natural thing. It takes a while to get really good at it. 
copywriting takes a while to get good at it. And realize this, that let's say that you want to be a great copywriter, and right now you're a decent writer. Like, you can write a great story. Well, that's awesome. You've got a great foundation from which to begin. But it's a completely different skill set to write a great story or even to write a great blog post uh, as opposed to writing great ad copy. They're two completely different skill sets. So we have to give ourselves that little bit of patience to mature and to grow and to develop into that skill set. And that's why it's important to have those specific targets along the way. All right. So if this is working for you, give me a three in the chat box. If this makes sense where you say, yeah, I'm clear on what I need to, uh, on what the skill set is. And I also realize that it's a progression and I'm willing to commit myself to that progressive, um, you know, kind of path, if you will, that, that journey, that process. Um, Hannah says practice makes perfect. Exactly. And by the way, it's not just practice makes perfect. It's the, the dedicated practice. It's the kind where we're very focused, we're very intentional, we're showing up and giving our best efforts every day. That's what leads us to being really great. All right, see lots of people dialing three in here. Fantastic. Now here's the next piece to this. Step three to this is we have to identify the critical components. All right, now what, is, what does that mean? Let's say that it's gonna be something like doing a Facebook Live. Well, some of the critical components that goes into making a Facebook Live is number one, creating a topic. All right, so we talk about this a lot in the workshops for the Fast Track program is, is how to create great content. So first and foremost, you start off with a topic, right? So one of the components to, to doing a great Facebook Live, and just as it is in doing public speaking, just as it would be for writing a great ad, just as it would be for even writing a great blog post, is you got to have an awesome topic, right? Something that you can write on, something you can pour your emotions into, something you can put your story into. And so that's one component. Another component is how do we break that, that one topic down into one to three critical teaching points, right? What are the one to three things we can teach around that topic? That might be another component. The other component is how do we speak fluidly? How do we get in front of the camera and not get stalled out? How do we not worry about ourselves? How, how do we allow ourselves to just be natural? How do we allow ourselves to be authentic and vulnerable on the camera? Because you can imagine, and maybe you can relate to this, and if you can, give me a fist pump. Give me a fist pump, a virtual fist pump. It's a lot different when you go Facebook Live, right? Like you can be vulnerable, you can be authentic, you can be all those things when you're hanging out with your best buds, right? It's a totally different ballgame when you go to hit go on a Facebook Live and you're talking to what you believe are veritable strangers. So if you believe in that, if you agree with me, give me a fist pump here in the chat box because <laughs> John Club gives me a fist pump. That's awesome, man. All right, great stuff. Now, step four to this is we want to give ourselves a daily challenge, all right? So what we talk about in the workshops is it's not just about doing actions. It's not about having a to-do list. It's about behaviors. It's about establishing the behaviors. And if you recall on Monday, I talked to you a little bit about that, right? To have those behaviors in place, those are our daily actions, the things we show up and we do on a daily basis, almost habitually. The challenge with this is, is that sometimes if you go about, hey, I'm going to develop a great skill set, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to become the best copywriter in the world, or I'm going to become the, the best Facebook Live person on the planet, we show up and we do it, and then we kind of go into a slump, right? Maybe you've experienced this, perhaps you've even experienced it recently, where you're working at something diligently, you're putting your earnest efforts into it, but all of a sudden you kind of hit what feels like a plateau. Well, that's perfectly understandable, and that's actually natural. It happens. The key to it is what you do in those moments, right? This happened to me in my fitness where I just got to a place where I was like, ugh, you know, I just didn't feel like I was getting any gains. I didn't feel like I was getting stronger, healthier, any of that kind of stuff. And it's in those moments that we got to kind of have to ramp it up a little bit, challenge ourselves. Now, does it mean that you have to do more work? 
Does it mean that you have to put in more effort, more, you know, grind it out more? Not necessarily. What it might mean, though, is that instead of doing more work, we actually scale it back and focus on doing better work. So, in other words, instead of trying to write four or five great ads, just focus on doing one. All right. Instead of trying to pump out a Facebook Live every single day, maybe you're on this path where you're, you say, "Hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to uh, develop this awesome skill of doing Facebook Live." So you do one every single day. Well, what if you get to a point where all of a sudden you just feel like you're going through the motions? Well, maybe scale it back and say, "Hey, I'm only going to do one every other day. Maybe this week I only do three. Maybe they're a little bit longer. Instead of being 15 or 20 minutes long, maybe this time I do it for an hour. Maybe I do it for a half hour. It doesn't really matter the time or, or necessarily how much you do. It's the quality of the work that you're doing. And so when we talk about a daily challenge, what I'm talking about is showing up to it and pushing yourself to be better every single day. And frankly, this is a leadership component that you can put into anything you do. Doesn't matter what skill set it is, whether it's communication, building relationships, building a strong body, building a six-pack ab, whatever it looks like for you. Becoming a great copywriter, becoming a great YouTuber, becoming a great you comes down to personally challenging yourself every day. Now, key mentorship point here. All right, I want you to listen to me very closely on this. When we're talking about challenging ourselves. When we talk about pushing ourselves, this is not a license to beat ourselves up, all right? It's okay to hold yourself to high standards. You should. If you don't hold yourself to a high standard, then how can you expect anybody else to do the same? The key to it, though, is that we don't beat ourselves up when we, sh when we come up short. We don't beat ourselves up when, in, in, you know, should we stumble, should we show up and not give our best effort? That's not the time to beat yourself up. In fact, there's never really a great time to beat yourself up. If you are a person that has that, I do this sometimes, if you have that as a habit pattern, I want you to make a commitment to yourself right now that you will stop beating yourself up, all right? So if you're somebody who's extra hard on yourself, who beats yourself up, I want you to raise your hand. Raise your right hand. This is my right hand, whatever your hand. And repeat after me. I, state your name, whoever your name is, do solemnly swear that I will stop beating myself up from this point forth. All right? I mean this, and I don't mean this to be silly. I really, truly want you to take this on board. Uh, to set a personal daily challenge to yourself is meant to be fun. It's meant to be competitive. It's meant to be exciting. It's also meant to improve yourself. All right, to improve your skill set that we're working to build. Remember what I said before, the whole point to today's conversation is how do you develop a great skill set? What any skill set you want. Well, if you're going to improve, if you're going to get better, it doesn't happen from beating yourself up and beating yourself down. That's the key thing you got to remember, all right? So let me see how many people have got their hand up here. <laughs> Sally Crow says guilty. Well, listen, I appreciate you being honest with yourself. Um, very important that, that you're that you're key and essential on that because here's the here's the part about this. It's okay to say, listen, I've been hard on myself in the past, a little guilty of that. Now what are we gonna do? Right? Self awareness is key. We got to move past from that. All right, I see a lot of people putting their hands up. That's cool, man. Now listen, as you're developing the skill set, all right. So once you've identified it, once you've set your targets, once you've uh, made it part of your daily behavior where you're showing up every single day, pushing yourself. The next part is you got to get feedback, all right? So what's awesome about the EMP community is there's lots of people here who are willing to give feedback. Right here in these Facebook groups, um, You, if you haven't been doing so yet, start making buds here, start making friends, reach out to them, and, and offer the same sort of respect to them. Say, listen, I'm willing to give you feedback uh, when you when you, when you you ask for it. 
the key to it is you got to seek feedback. One of the most important leadership skills that I've seen uh, in the strong people, the people that have done very well in business, and the people that are up and coming, right, are the people that ask for help. They ask for feedback. And a lot of times I think in this society we think, oh, it's a sign of weakness or it's a sign of, uh, you know, being a liability to other people when we ask for help. Nothing could be further from the truth. I'm here to tell you right now one of the great strong skill sets you can develop as a leader, one of the great leadership characteristics is that ability to ask for help, ask for feedback, ask for, for mentorship, ask for guidance. And no more time is it more critical than when you're developing a new skill set. So whatever that skill set looks like, reach out to a mentor, reach out to a friend, reach, listen, even reach out to somebody who may not necessarily have that skill set and just say, what do you think of this, right? There were many times where I had people that were not professional speakers take a look at one of my recorded speeches. Uh, you know, it'd be, sometimes it would be a not so great video, but at least they could see my mannerisms. They could see how I speak. And I would just say, does this, you know, if you were in the audience, what would you think of this message? And I got amazing feedback. Some people said, oh my gosh, that was so hilarious. Or you have this like dark look on your face, like you're intense. And when you smile, it makes it so much more enjoyable. Little things like that that I may not have gotten from a pro, all right? So it's okay to ask for guidance. It's okay to ask for feedback from people who aren't necessarily subject matter experts. However, make sure you are getting that feedback from a subject matter expert as well, all right? So if this is working for you, give me a thumbs up here in the chat box. I want to see how you guys are hanging in with me. Lots of people give me the high five. I appreciate that. That's very cool. Um, Curtis said he just spoke with Brent on, um, on this moving uh, for over an hour. That's the cool thing. See, okay, great example, right? So Curtis reached out to Bren. Uh, he wants to become a, a better YouTuber just like Bren does. And what does he do? He asks for feedback. He's talking to him about it. And that's how we get better, right? Now, the last component of this, step six, if you want to develop a great skill set, is you got to teach. Now, here's the, here's the cool part about this. Does this mean that you have to be an expert in order to teach? Does this mean that you have to be the person that's getting paid 10,000 bucks a keynote or that's got 80 million followers with you on Facebook? Does this mean that you have to be the person, the man, the woman, the boy, the girl, the whatever? No, it does not. What it means is that you have to have the desire, right, and the ability to, to just reach out and share this with people. You have the ability. You have a voice. You have an intellect. You have a finger that can hit go or pick up the phone, right? You have the ability to do it. The question is, do you have... The, the actual, do you care enough to actually teach other people? And that's all it comes down to. If you truly care about helping other people, if you truly care about sharing your wisdom, your gift, your talent, your, expert, your, your, your expertise and your experience, then that's all it takes. You don't have to be, to be the subject matter expert. Trust me, there are people far more qualified than me. I'm not even the best speaker on this page right now. There's probably some people here in the chat box that are 100 times better than me, but that's not what's important. What's important is that if you have a true desire to help people, then you can stand up and share with them what you've done to create that skill set, to get really good at what you do, the practice, the discipline to show up and refine it, and then if you share that with them, you just might open up a brand new pathway for them. All right, and that's a pretty cool thing because now they have a whole new way to go out and do what they do, share their expertise and share their gift just like you're doing right now. So this is what it comes down to. If you want to develop a skill set, doesn't matter what it is, remember this. You got to get clear on what it is. You got to set specific targets for yourself, all right? You got to have that daily kind of show up to it. You got to challenge yourself and push yourself. You got to have those key little checkpoints along what you're doing is working, and then you can make those little tweaks.
Make sure you're getting feedback. Make sure that you're looking to somebody who's who's got the experience, and maybe somebody who doesn't, so they can give you that that sort of third party you know perspective on it. Maybe maybe even from the end user perspective, somebody who might be your audience member, somebody who might be your your customer, your client, or whoever would purchase your program. And then of course, make sure you're teaching it. Once you get a little bit of experience and you get a little bit of confidence under you, and maybe even before the confidence. Get out there and start sharing it with other people, teaching it to other people, and that will help reinforce what you're learning and even make that skill set that much sharper. All right, my friends. Well, that just about does it for today. I got to get out there and start loading that big old truck full of stuff. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me today. I will be back here again tomorrow. And uh, make sure if you got some great value from this, from this lesson, if this worked for you, if this landed for you, if you got something important and you want to share it with your list, Get it out there. I encourage each and every one of you to share this with your list, share this with your network, share this with the people you believe would benefit from the message. Make sure you subscribe here if you haven't already at uh, facebook.com forward slash Elite Marketing Pro. And remember, you can go to EliteMarketingPro.com and access our free 10-day boot camp, which will help you build and scale your business online. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. I'll be back with you again tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. See you tomorrow.